What up, dopesters? Welcome to an all-new episode of the What Did I Just Listen To podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Gibson, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> Full disclosure, he's drinking a cup of coffee right now. We're going to wake his ass up. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit sleepy, so if I slur my words or giggle uncontrollably, I promise I'm okay. I'm just very tired. <laughs> yeah. Also, just so you know, this is officially the first ever podcast that we've done with both of us in the same room. Same room! Yes. Yeah! And unfortunately, we would have been enjoying it in my sweet new man cave, but we got kicked out. Uh, A.K.A. the roomies are a deal holes. <laughs> they listen to this podcast, so that'll, that'll be a good conversation piece. You want to fight about it? Speaking of which, dude, uh, the new man cave, super dope. It is pretty dope. One could say most dope. Yeah. Those of you who have not seen it, uh, it is, uh, we have a big pool table, a homemade uh, bar, like full-size, full-service bar that we made out of wood pallets. Fully stocked, too. Yeah. Lo- absolutely loaded with booze. All the booze you can think of. All the booze. You got a dartboard, nice little TV viewing area. Yeah, so you got TV quite, viewing area. We got quite the operation down there. It is an operation. <laughs> Stop repeating me. Putting 100 on 10. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be a rough episode. For so, you. all talking about the man cave. Uh, Eric here just made a pretty sweet purchase to add to the man cave that we will be uh, hopefully using soon to do game companions and uh, and start up our YouTube channel where we get hammered and play retro video games on HD televisions. Tell yeah. them what you got. Yeah, I just bought a Retron Five game console. Those for those of you who are unfamiliar, uh, it is a uh, HDMI like modern game console made by a company called Hyperkin that plays pretty much all the old uh, cartridge games like NES, SNES, Sega Dreamcast, Game Boy games, all that stuff, uh, and it convert it all, it up converts all of it to HDMI and it's supposed to be pretty cool. Looking forward to it. Full disclosure: We in no way, shape, or form represent Hyperkin, and they give us no money, so we're only talking about it because we think it's pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, like I said, we're going to do a segment eventually uh, when we can get it up and running where Eric and I more or less get drunk and play retro games with our friends. Uh, I posted on Instagram and Twitter a few weeks back uh, me doing that exact thing, just minus old E-Dog when I was still down in Roanoke. Um, so yeah, look out for that to come. Uh, we'll be we'll be posting uh, on our different social media platforms when, when we start getting getting into that. Yep. Uh, what else? Well, what's new with you, good buddy? Oh, I started my new job. Started so. his new job, folks. New job. He lives in the area now. Yeah, I'm back up in good old, good old Northern Virginia. And we thought for sure that that meant we were going to get new podcasts in, and here we are, three weeks from our last podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're just going to stop making promises. Listen here, folks. You're going <laughs> to get them when you get them. So we not like we received any complaints before, but if we do, fuck yourself. We are, we are genuinely going to try to get them to you as soon as possible and as frequently as possible. But again, uh, we've learned that we uh, are absolute shit at keeping any sort of promise whatsoever. And also, we do this for fun. We don't make jack shit money off it, so we're not, we're not yeah, beholden so to if any you, kind of schedule. If, if For anybody listening out there, if you legitimately, like your entire week is made, is made or broken, make or break, based off of... Whether or not you listen to one of our goddamn podcasts, why don't you give us some goddamn money and we'll make it happen? Or get a fucking life because that is pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are several podcasts that I'm very upset when they don't come out with new episodes, and they are all much better than this one. 
hey man, beauty's in the eye of the listener. That's true. So no, in in all seriousness, we do we do appreciate the support. Our numbers of I don't want to say exploding, but they've been they've been doing much better than they were before. And it is somewhat exponential. Each episode comes out, more people start listening. We get random spikes at random times of people listening. So our numbers are going up. I mean, we're up to like what a hundred thousand. Uh, maybe like tree fitty. Tree fitty. Uh, tree fitty. Tree no, fitty. so no, uh, I'm kidding. Not weird. We have absolute shit number. Like I said, you know, very early on, it was always been my dream to reach tens of people. Tens of people and make tens of dollars. I'm talking tree figures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man, but hey, so we want to hear from you guys what you all thought about uh, about our interview with A Train. So go ahead and and hit us up on our email. So what did I just listen to? The number two at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on our different social media outlets. We have a Facebook page. It's what did I just listen to. We're also on Instagram. I'm pulling that up right now. And Twitter. Um, Instagram is what did I just listen to. Uh, there's an underscore for every space. And then we're also on Twitter. I believe it's W-D-I-J-L-2. The number two um, on Twitter. So There you go. Go ahead, hit us up on any of those. Twitter, I'm trying to get better at tweeting, so I'll send out some cool articles I find, usually pertaining to retro video games um, as well as MMA. Just tweeted out the link to something we're going to talk about a little bit more in depth uh, shortly. The Boxing Commission just um, passed for, or just agreed to allow Conor McGregor and Floyd Money Mayweather to fight in eight ounce boxing gloves, which is a much bigger deal than probably a lot of people want to admit. Shall we go into this now, or yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Cool. Talk so about some <clears throat> things that are going on with Money Mayweather. We got to talk about that. We also got to talk about uh, uh, the a uh, little bit of a tiff between Connor and uh, Pauli Malignaggi. Oh, that's a good one. I'd also like to. Nah, never mind. That's old news. So we'll talk about let's let's, uh, let's talk about the gloves first because it's on my mind. Yeah, don't go <clears throat> go right into it. So, correct me if I'm wrong, they were originally going to fight with 12-ounce gloves, or were they 10-ounce gloves? I think they were 10 from the get-go. 10-ounce gloves. So, 10-ounce gloves, those are already lighter than the average boxing glove. Do they fight in 12 or 16, typically? It's anywhere. You know? if, if I I know very little about boxing, but if I, if I am correct about this, I'm fairly certain it actually depends on the agreed-upon weight between the two fighters and it can be anywhere between 12 and 20. Another reason why I don't like boxing, even the gloves are fucking confusing. So yeah. if you all know the answer to that, go ahead and hit us up on yeah, one of our social media outlets. That's, I, I'm not going to Google it. I'm going to live in ignorance yeah. because I want to see if any of our fans will actually reach out to us. Yeah. Nobody has yet. So go ahead, let us know what, what how it usually works for boxing. We're MMA fans. We're only talking about boxing because Conor McGregor's doing it. So yeah. <clears throat> so. Any of you boxing fans out there and MMA fans at that should appreciate the fact that 8-ounce gloves, that's a pretty big deal. It's only twice as much as uh, MMA gloves, which is 4 ounces. Exactly. So they're used to fighting in 4. That means Connor's going to be able to hit harder and faster. Mm-hmm. And we also know that Floyd Mayweather has a history of breaking his hands. So that's why... Floyd's I, come out and said that his game plan is to go after Connor right from the get-go because he, in, in his words, and he might just be saying this to, like, you know as his public strategy, but have a completely different strategy in the backboard. But he said on Jimmy Kimmel that he was going to go after Connor because he wants to, uh, for the fans, because he, uh, 
the the fight between him and Pacquiao was supposed to be one of the biggest fights ever, and he just didn't make it as entertaining for the fans as it should have been. I think that is a gross understatement of how horrendously boring that fight was. Yeah. So he said that he's was just, a track meet he in said a boxing he, ring. He's going right after Conor from the get go, which I think would actually be a mistake for him because Conor is a vastly heavier striker than he That's is. That's Conor's strategy. Yeah. Look at when he beat Jose Aldo. He got in his head. Jose rushed in. Yeah. Thirteen seconds later, on the mat. Eddie Alvarez didn't even try to wrestle. He got in his head, came at him, and Connor knocked him out in the second round. I think Mayweather, you know, at, on face value, is saying it's for the fans. I think there's a possibility because he he doesn't seem like the type of fighter who it's very easy to get into his head. But I think in the back of his head, there might be a little bit where you know he knows that people are saying like, "Oh, Connor either wins by a knockout or Mayweather wins in decision," and and you know, like a close decision. See, personally, I think Floyd is saying that to sell tickets, and then he's going to do the exact opposite. Oh, absolutely. He's going to do whatever he has to do to break Rocky Marciano's record and go undefeated. I don't think he believes in going out on his shield. So I don't think he's he's willing to lose his perfect record, let alone lose it to a guy that's never had a single professional boxing fight. I firmly believe that boxing's on its way out, considering <clears throat> UFC gives you the fights that you want, Nine times out of ten. If you want to see two people fighting, they're going to put them in a ring. And if the UFC doesn't do it, Bellator does it 15 years later. But my point is... Well, the problem is boxing is still way, way bigger internationally, which is why those fighters make so much more money. But, I mean, look at all the, the superstars in boxing right now. There's like Triple G, Canelo Alvarez, Lomachenko... Lomachenko and you can't even say Floyd Mayweather is a star boxer. He's retired two years, so he's just is a Mel name. Is Naji retired? No, I think Malinaji's still an active fighter, technically. I don't know if he's retired. But, like, you've got Triple G, Canelo, and Lomachenko. You got, I don't oh, know anything. Shannon Briggs is pretty big right now. But I don't I don't hardly know anything about these guys. You don't see them yeah. all over TV. You don't see them acting in movies. Like, I know Canelo from his beer commercials with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Thank for Tecate. Okay? Before I knew his name, I thought he was an Irishman. Oh, he's a little ginger, but he's full-on Mexican. That blew my mind. And then Triple G, I don't know his real name, and I know Lomachenko as the Matrix boxer because he actually does some cool shit. But also, look how big all of them are. They're all tiny. Yeah. I like, I typically, I'm going to be straight up, I like watching the big sons of bitches go at it. The guys with, like, serious knockout power, the fucking freaks of nature, that's who I like to see fight. Like, your light heavyweights, your heavyweights, that kind of stuff. The little guys just have, I think, a much harder time drawing attention with the exception of Conor McGregor, because he's a big man stuck in a little man's body. Yeah. Anyway, that that went off on a tangent, but I'm excited to see the fight, because I definitely think Conor has a chance to upset the world. And I think if he does, that could potentially be the downfall of boxing right there, unless he stays in boxing. Okay, and that brings us to our next topic, which is the the rivalry now between Paul... uh, Conor McGregor and Paul Malignaggi. People are saying that Paul Malignaggi is doing this shit to spark up a beef for a fight with Conor McGregor. Exactly. It's and all, that's they're saying be it's another... bullshit for them so he can get him to fight him. Exactly. that, and Which is what I was uh, uh, reading earlier today. And that's when people are starting to question, well, if Conor then is immediately boxes Paul Malignaggi after he boxes... Floyd Mayweather, then is Conor going to stay in boxing forever? I think if Conor does well enough <clears throat> against Floyd Mayweather, even if he loses, but if he he does well enough to where like people are like, oh man, Conor like can box, then like I think there's a good chance that he would try to box Paul Malignaggi because even if he 
even if that's not the you know three hundred million dollar fight that this is going to be for him, you know it'll, that'll be like a fifty million dollar fight. That's still twice as much as he'd make in a UFC See, fight. That's more than he'd make yeah. in a straight paycheck from the UFC. I mean, he's not. People are under the the gross miss. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The the false impression that mixed martial arts like UFC fighters make a shit ton of money per fight. Most of them make like five to ten thousand dollars per fight. Yeah. The big names might take a million home salary, and then they get a slice of the pay-per-views and they get endorsements. But, like, the majority of those guys do not make a ton of money. It's the same with the boxers, but the big names in boxing make way more money than That's the why big some men try, try to transition into acting. Yeah, exactly. But they end up just doing shitty movies, like that fucking one that we're going to watch with Holly Holm and Misha Tate. Yeah. Misha Titty Tate. Michael Bisbing's coming out in a movie uh, that looks pretty good, actually, where he plays, like, some classic boxer. Going up against another like hardcore like who he plays like an actual boxer who goes up against like an English like bare knuckle boxer. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I'd watch that. I forget what it's called. I have to find that. Let me Even see if, I if can it's find total it right shit, now, I'd like to watch it because I'm a big Michael Bisping guy. Yeah, I like Michael, how, huh? Yeah, I, I'm agreeing. I just like how Michael Bisping talks a lot of. Sh- I like any fighter that talks a lot of shit. Chael Chael Sonnen, one of my all time favorite fighters. Check out his book, The Voice of Reason. <laughs> Give me a kickback, Chael. Uh, he's coming out in a movie called My Name is Lenny, and he plays the boxer Roy Shaw. Okay. That might be worth checking out. Is it coming to theaters? Uh, yeah, 2017. It's, a legit... it's, a, it's like a legit like British movie, though, so it might not come to America for a while. Oh, it'll go to like indie theaters. Yeah. That'd be cool. Let me check that out. Speaking of which, uh, kind of tangent, um, did I tell you uh, down the street from my house there's a movie theater... Not down the street from my house, but we're like within like a ten minute drive. Uh, there's a movie theater that plays old movies on like IMAX screens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were telling me about this. What's yeah, they're playing. Called? I, I forget what's called, but they they were playing like uh, Predator and IMAX, Princess Bride and IMAX. Oh, shit. They're like up converted or some shit. Dude, so you can we go should see it on go, the big screen. We should go check out Predator. So that brings us. I guess we'll we'll use this to parlay into another point. Is Eric and I have been. Um, hitting up thrift stores. Oh, we've been th- we've thrifting been thrifting hard. hard, going to yard sales, hard estate sales. So, and let me tell you, before we even talk about the actual thrift shopping itself, you have to have a certain level, you know, constitution to go thrift shopping. Not from the stuff, but from the other people who go thrift shopping. Oh yeah, a lot of barefoot walkers in the <laughs> thrift stores. No shit. We went into this one place, and this chick, she goes, she goes, hold on, I have to put my shoes back on. It's like, why the fuck were your shoes off in the first place, lady? <laughs> Oh she was real goodness. sweet, though. She gave us a, a coupon card that was immediately snatched up from a guy who caught us in line politely. Yeah, that son of a bitch. Oh, my goodness. So, uh... Anyways, we'll, we'll swing, we'll circle back to that. We'll start off from the get-go. So, yeah, so, I mean, most of y'all know, if you've listened to our, our episodes before, I'm a really big uh, retro game fanatic. I collect pretty hard. I now have, I mean, my collection does not hold a candle to a lot of the guys you see on YouTube, like... Uh, Metal Jesus Rocks or CJR or um, or Reen Bean. Shout out to you three guys. If any of y'all here, give me a shout out. I love your videos. Love what you do. Keep it up. Anyway, um, I've got about like 350 games at this point, but I just started like hardcore collecting within the last three months. So I'm buying up everything I can. Just picked up a new, or not new, I just picked up an Atari 2600 for the first time with like 40 some odd games. And I sell and trade and collect. So that's why I've been trying to get Eric into it for a while. He goes out and gets his retro. I'm like, hell yeah, now we can finally play all my old carts on, on a system that works. So we said, why don't we start going out to thrift stores? So we've been thrifting pretty hard 
around here checking stuff out, checking trying to get out, some deals. Uh, eBay, Craigslist, all that type of stuff. So if you guys, anybody out there has retro games or anything like that, you're interested in selling it to us, you know, we'll give you a shout out on the podcast, all that type of stuff. We'll give you a shout out on the pad- podcast and pay you 25% of what it's worth in case I want to resell. Ba-bing! <laughs> but uh, the reason I wanted to bring that up, it's one article that I tried to tweet out, but for whatever reason, my phone's kind of funny. If I try to tweet out articles, they don't load like 90% of the time. It'll it'll be in transit for like four hours and then disappear. But it's this new kick, successful Kickstarter program. It's by Retro Fighters for their modern N64 controller. If you haven't checked this shit out and you're an N64 fan like Eric and I, this thing is dope, man. If you know anything about the N64, it's that the original controller really sucks. I mean, I like it because of the nostalgia, but that's the only reason that I like it. I'm still it. like... Even when it was out, it didn't make sense to me. The design was kind of... No, I never knew how to hold it. But what's awesome about this Retro Fighters controller is, first off, the price tag. It's $20. Yeah. So that's about how much it costs to get an original N64 controller at a retro game shop or one of the modern reproductions of an original N64 controller. Yeah. So it costs the same as the other stuff out there. It's got. It's built like a modern controller with an upgraded joystick. So the joystick is more akin to, I'd say, like the GameCube joystick. It, and it's just laid the design out. Design itself looks more like a 360 controller. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. It's um. It's very similar to. They came out with a similar controller for the SNES, and it's it's almost identical. Of course, there's there's different buttons, but it's laid out really similarly. The C pad. Uh, is a lot bigger. They got rid of the Z button and instead put two L2, R2 style triggers, but both do the same thing depending on if you're left or right hand dominant. And it's it's got all the buttons you need. Plus it's got a built-in turbo function, which I don't really know what that <laughs> Nobody is. Nobody knows what the I think it like function. speeds up your game or something. I don't fucking know. I think, you know what I'm, I'm actually thinking of? Before games had the ability for you to uh, go in and edit the sensitivity of your controllers, I think Turbo uh, doubled the sensitivity. That would make sense. I mean, uh, a good majority of the third-party controllers from the late 90s and early 2000s, the ones that came out for the, the N64 back when it was still live, <clears throat> they had Turbo functions yeah. on there. So I, think I straight up, that was in. just a guess based off of like logically what I think it would be for, but if anybody out there knows the actual answer to what the fuck a Turbo button does, or if it's just a gimmick that those old third-party controllers used to do, or yeah, go ahead and let anything us know. like that. Let us know. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of that shit. Once again, we're not going to Google it, so we're going to live in ignorance until you all help us out. But I'm going to post a picture of the <clears throat> of this new controller out on our our social also, media. Also, first person to straight up comment on any literally anything will give you a shout out. Yeah, at the very least, a shout out. The very best, maybe like. Not to mention, and I'm post. sorry, we said this very first episode. Send us all your dick pics. We have not gotten a single dick pic. That's true. We are gay and it's okay. And we want some dick pics. <laughs> um, speaking of like hitting us up, uh, if any of you all that listen are local and live around us and are interested in joining the greatest trivia team of all time, you are welcome to join us every Wednesday night at the Clarendon Grill. We get there at 7, starts at 8, usually goes till 10. I believe it's Trivia Kings. We're Team Wolf Cola. Wolf Cola. If you can tell us what that is a reference from, we'll come up with a prize to, to, to give you. No joke, though. We were I'm not for... kidding you. I will send you something. If the first person that hits us up and says what Wolf Cola is from, 
we will work out some kind of yeah. prize. It'll be our first ever prize. And you're welcome to come meet up with us. Like I said, every Wednesday, the Clarendon Grill. Hit us up on Twitter or Instagram to make sure we're going to be there. 8 o'clock, we play trivia for two hours. We're not bad for just two guys. We do pretty good, yeah. so you feel we, free to come out and join us. We need more people is the thing, more uh, just a wider spread of knowledge. Oh, All yeah. the teams that win every single week have like eight fucking people. And they're full of teachers. We need some teachers, some yeah, educators. Teachers and like, Maybe a sports guy. Oh, we definitely need a sports guy. We don't have a sports guy. Eric we, and I are we, sports guys. No, except anything like MMA. Which is never on there. It's always like obscure football coaches from the 60s and 70s. Yeah. We were college. We were even thinking about applying to be host for the uh, trivia stuff, but uh, I don't know. We can't do it if we're not going to be a team. We're a team. We're a team. They, I they refuse would have to work with strangers. Stranger danger. Oh, dude, we could go for a job to a job application in tuxedos and tell them that we're doing it together. Speaking of tuxedos, that actually would note for that job. I feel like that'd be a really good way to do the interview, especially if they they understood the deep cut. That's not that much of a deep cut. That's though. a pretty big deep cut. Step Brothers came out a long time ago. Mm. So speaking of tuxedos, you should uh, tell our fans of our idea for upcoming Comic Con that we're going to. Oh yeah, this is uh, so for we got Baltimore Comic Con coming up in December, which is about an hour drive for us. So it's going to be an easy one for us to go to. Uh, and I have for, work in Baltimore anyway. For so our uh, cosplay, I was trying to think of something that would be clever but also simple because we're still. You know, we've been, you know, messing around with uh, uh, cosplaying for a while now. We, we, I think we did a pretty good job making our own costume. We should post that picture around. onto our Instagram yeah, or we Twitter. Will. Um, I went as uh, Deathstroke. He went as Green Arrow. I thought for our first try it was pretty good. I we mean, got a lot of compliments. We 100% made our costumes ourselves. Yeah. Um, Eric did all of his own painting. I did all my own stitching and sewing. I mean, we worked really hard on it. So I'm curious to hear what you all have to say. So we're going to post it on our Instagram and yeah. our Twitter. Yeah. Um, we looked pretty damn good. Yeah. I think out of everything that uh, I made for my costume, the sword came out the best. The sword was pretty awesome. But anyway, we're doing a simpler idea this time, but it's way way more clever. Yeah. It's our own thing. So one of the things that I always joke uh, with superheroes, if they're a man, like a Batman or Spider-Man or Superman or anything like that, I just make their their superhero name sound like an actual last name, like Batman, Spider-Man. Yep. So we're going to – he's going to be Spider-Man, uh, Peter Spider-Man. And I'm going to be Bruce Batman. I'm going to be uh, Batman and Spiderman, attorneys at law. Yep. We're going to be wearing full suits with our masks. And uh, we're still trying to figure out which law we're going to specialize in. Real personally, ooh, personally I, am, I am a fan of bird law that's, and milk stick. That's, the problem is that's a different franchise. That's true, I know. That would be a fun cosplay. To do Always Sunny in Philadelphia. What would we you could be cosplay? Frank and I could be one of your little beauties. <laughs> Or, 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 I could, you could be a, ah, shit, what's, what's his name? Uh, Rex, he plays, um, the Chosen One, or what the fuck is that, when they're in a cult, the gang starts a cult? Oh, we could do before and after Rickety Cricket. Oh my god, that's a good idea. Anyway, we're going off on a tangent here. So yeah, we're doing Bruce and Pete's, uh, Bruce Batman and, and Pete Spitterman, attorneys at law. From the law offices of Batman and Spitterman. Mm Mm-hmm. Coming at you hardcore, bringing justice hard and fast. Yeah. We're going to have uh, briefcases. We're going to be handing out business cards to people who need the, our legal counsel. That's actually a great time for any of our fans to meet up with us. Uh, yeah, the Baltimore we somehow Con. have any fans in the D.C. or Baltimore area or even Philadelphia area who want to make the drive to uh, Comic-Con or a Comic-Con people, 
you know, that'd be cool. We, uh, we've we been playing with the idea of renting out a booth uh, to a, for Comic-Con at some point to start advertising for our podcast. I think we're, we're going to do it eventually once we get a little bit bigger. We'll do a small local one. Yeah. Um, like, uh, we do, like, um, uh, Wizard World Richmond or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Get a small booth. But, yeah, I mean, we'll have all of our podcast information on us. Get some pictures. You can't miss us. Hopefully we'll be the only people doing something like that. What's up, Cameron with a K? Cameron with a K! What up? Yeah, that's our roommate, Cameron with a K. He spells it with a K. Cameron with a K! K? Just one. Just one. <laughs> what you doing with those spices, dog? You got rosemary, motherfucker? Spicing up some uh, hamburger helper. You got rosemary and basil, motherfucker? God, you're so weird. No, this is uh, garlic and onion powder. Shit, dog, yeah. And some cayenne pepper. Oof. Oh, yeah. Make me wet. Oh, yeah. As you can tell, our studio, you know, we got a pretty fancy gourmet kitchen here in the studio. Our studio is my living room. Bitches be cooking. At my house that I live at with two roommates. I don't live here, but I'm here a lot. <laughs> Probably more than people We're super like. professional. Make it super professional. He just turned off the lights. Bet you heard that because this microphone sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're just too this broke. Mi- this microphone sucks so bad you can hear the lights going off. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny because a microphone that that sensitive in any other scenario would be a wonderful microphone. No, not for us. You can hear fucking everything. Yeah. I used to, whenever I'd record in my old apartment, my computer was on one side and my TV was on the other. I have to go out, shut up, Leslie! Shut up, Leslie! She didn't appreciate that one bit. Oh, so uh, we've talking about some nerdy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's share with the fans the two new games that we just recently uh, spent money to get into. So me and Gibson, we're always we're pretty nerdy guys. We like comic books, movies, video games. We're always airsoft. We're always looking for shit to waste our money on and to make us even deeper down the fucking rabbit hole of how fucking nerdy we are. And I'll be. tell you what, we are deep in the black of the butthole of nerd gas. We purchased this one. Uh, two different starter kits for two different games. Uh, one is a th- game called Warhammer Forty Thousand. It's Eric Forty K. If you say Forty Thousand, you are a noob. Uh, we bought a nice uh, $150 starter kit. Got it for 100 though. Yeah. Got a good deal. Pretty good deal. 30% so, uh, off. Now we got to paint those figs. Didn't think that one through. 33% off. Yeah, we got. We didn't realize that the figures that it comes with. For, for, any, for those of you who don't know, Warhammer 40K is a tabletop figurine strategy game. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, you make all your own characters. You build up armies. It's um, it's really it's similar. Got a whole lot of lore to it. It's it's, like, it's a physical RTS game, basically. I mean, if you haven't heard of Warhammer 40K, then you're not really that big of a nerd. Because even before I played, I, I've known about it. But yeah, it's just it's a it's a physical non digital um, RTS game. That's yeah. all it is. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. I don't care how dorky it is. It's super dorky. Nerds have the most fun because they don't give a shit. They just do whatever they want, right? Yeah. It's cool also, to be nerd I, these days. I, I still understand why people think it's nerdy to, to like playing board games and stuff. It's fun. Yeah, when motherfuckers playing video games all goddamn day long, all the popular kids play Skyrim. This but is Skyrim on a table. What's the difference between playing a the board game and playing a sport? This one, you got to think a little more. One, one, you're in better shape. That's it. That's the only <laughs> difference. One, you're in superior, superior shape. <laughs> no comparison. You, don't ever compare playing a board game to a fucking sport again. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hang on, I'm getting a nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> so the other game that we got is uh, is is like the epitome of nerddom. It is the the most legendary game in the in the nerd 
I mean, when I said we are deep in the black of the nerd butthole, I meant we were deep in the black of the nerd butthole. So we've straight up uh, start bought all the stuff we need to start playing Dungeons and Dragons. D and D. We made characters and everything. I'm the I am the dungeon master. We and I take no prisoners. We all we all bought our own set of dice too. Twenty sided dice. Mine are black starlight slash red Gemini, and I can't see any of the colors because I'm colorblind as fuck. Uh, my character is uh, Aranai. She's a half elf fighter. <laughs> Aranai. Cameron, what's your character's name? Cameron with a K. K. Cameron. He doesn't want to participate. Even though he actually does want to participate, doesn't he? He doesn't. He want to be a team member. He, he want to be a dope. He wanted to do some uh, back end type stuff. He likes it in the back end. Who doesn't like it in the back of everyone's life? Wow. Am I right? Yeah, anywho. That's finger in the bum. So yeah, we're uh, moving deep into dork territory, so we may lose some uh, listeners because of that. Maybe we're getting a little too deep into the nerddom for some people. Ah, whatever, man. It's what fun. Ifs? I already lost my virginity. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you do it once, man. You know, is it? You don't even need to do it again. <laughs> once, once is enough. Just ask me. <laughs> Now he fills that, that hole in his heart with ridiculous shit. And we have a lot of fun. Ugh. I have uh, been binge-watching television like you would not fucking believe. You want to go through the list of things that I've binge-watched like you wouldn't believe? Absolutely. I binge-watched all three seasons of... Or, or, or the entire O.J. Simpson, like, making a murderer show from FX. Damn. I binge-watched all of uh, that show Frontier. Is that a good one? That's a really... Okay, for Frontier, for those of you who don't know, is a pretty sweet show. Uh, Jason Momoa in that? Yeah, Jason Momoa plays a half Native American, half Irish uh, fur trapper who just fucks people up, and they go to war with the uh, Hudson Bay Company, which was, which was a fur trapping company that, that was owned by the British government, which, fun fact, if you've seen the movie The Revenant, that's the company that all those guys worked for. Shit, no way. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bananas, girl. <laughs> Straight up, you smell like peaches. For real. <laughs> oh. <laughs> bananas, girl. <laughs> That's a bit of a tangent. Deep uh, cut. I've been watching a lot of Preacher. I just, I can't, I can't. I had to start re-watching Preacher when I saw Frankie Muniz was in the season. Frankie Muniz is in Preacher? He makes a cameo appearance. Oh my God. Does he have any, any interaction with Assface? No. Oh, Assface goes to hell, though. What? Yeah, and they actually show him in hell. Shit. It's a whole character arc. All he right. becomes best friends with Hitler. Jesus Christ. Now you want to watch it. Preacher is a, is a show that you each episode ends with you having questions, so you watch the next episode to get some answers, but by the time that's over, you just have more questions. So you're stuck in a loop of not knowing what the fuck is going on. Yeah. When we went to Philadelphia Wizard World Comic Con, oh, uh, they were they had a bunch of celebrities at that one, which was really cool. We uh, we saw the press conference with uh, Stephen Amell from Arrow. Where he begged everybody to watch the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. We promised him, and then we saw Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping instead. Yeah. Much better choice. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't seen it. But then we also met Jason David Frank, the original Green oh, Ranger. Was that a different one? That was at Richmond Comic Con. Ah, they it's the all second bleed. time you've gotten that wrong on this podcast. Can you tell that I was just very excited for that moment? <laughs> uh, there is now a small child that thinks I'm the Red Ranger, so I have to get cast. No in the next joke movie. that the picture of me with him 
on my Tinder profile, it gets more swipes left than any other picture. Jason didn't front get you some ass? Yeah, man. He gets some pussy? Yeah. Put the champagne on the pussy. Oh, yeah. Eric came up with a song the other night. <laughs> Sing it for us, daddy. Oh, well, we wanted to start our own rap song, and I figured, you know, what's the best... The best rap songs are the ones where you can't understand anything but pussy. <laughs> So it goes a little something like this. I'm gonna get a on a pussy. I'm gonna get your money on the pussy. I don't get a champagne on the pussy. So it goes something like that, where it's still, you know, oh it's, in, it's in early days. I'm outlining it right now. We're gonna go to editing, all that. Uh, It'll you know. be similar to Gersperms. Yeah. Um, I mean, Death Row Records, they're real interested. <laughs> I was talking to. Uh, uh, Sugar Knight about it. He's like, you know, you got you got the skills. <laughs> oh my god, you got what it takes, white boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you like that song, you want to hear more of it, you know, hit us up on our Patreon. We've got a few. We've got a few other ideas. <laughs> our Patreon that we don't have because we're too lazy to ask people for money. <laughs> I don't want to ask you, you fools, for money yet. Not until we're actually putting out shit that's worth you paying for. And that certainly did not qualify. <laughs> no. Champagne on a pussy. <laughs> That's our new opening. That's our new opening for the show. Oh, yeah. To, uh, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Let us know if you want that to be our opening theme. We're so, working on an opening theme. Eric Eric has said, and we'll see if he does, that he's going to edit together a bunch of sound bites of, of the stuff that we say regularly for our opening sequence for the show. So we'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah. But I definitely want champagne on the pussy to be in the opening. Booga, 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 booga. Money on the pussy. Oh, boy. Uh, I started rewatching Sons of Anarchy in anticipation of the Mayan spinoff show, which probably won't happen. Why are you saying it probably won't happen? I thought it's it probably going to take forever. I don't know. Oh, the pilot's out, isn't it? Is it? What? I don't I don't think it's out for us to watch, but I'm pretty sure the pilot's been sent to FX. Oh, okay. And it's in for approval right now. And it's being produced and directed by the same guy. That's one of the most like uh, cult following shows there is, as far as sh- like once it got on Netflix, people like oh, yeah. like discovered it and watched it like crazy. That show single handedly made me want a motorcycle, and I can't explain why. I'm not that cool. show single handedly made me want to become a straight up outlaw criminal. We did research into the different one percenter clubs in our area of Virginia that we could join because we thought we were hard enough to do that for a hot. Uh, <laughs> anywho, uh, they're gonna drive up here and murder me. <laughs> Uh, there are a couple movies that we didn't uh, touch on from the, from Comic Con uh, that we didn't get to because we recorded the day before Comic Con was over. Which ones? We didn't talk about a little movie coming out called. At least I'm pretty sure we didn't talk about it. Uh, uh, oh god, what is it called? Um, shit. Oh, Ready Player One. Ready. Oh, that game looks cool. That's the where everybody cool. lives in. Um... The game looks cool. You mean that movie looks? Yeah, cool? Yeah, the movie is a game. It's a game movie. It's the movie game. Is <laughs> <laughs> the movie about the game, the play? That's uh, <laughs> that's where everybody like lives in virtual reality, right? Yeah, it's a Steven what, Spielberg. And it what it's based in a universe. Like it's based off of a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like, isn't it? Um, so there's it's... like characters from a ton of different movies in it. So the original, if I recall, the original book. Uh, I don't know that much about it because I, I had friends who read it and they told me about it. Uh, it's it, They play virtual reality and they draw from a bunch of different movie franchises. Um, however, Warner Brothers, who's making it, just told the director, who's Steven Spielberg, so obviously they're going to let him do whatever he wants, that you have access to literally every single one of the Warner Brothers franchises to throw into this movie. So there's Back to the Future. The Iron Giant makes an appearance. Uh, the very first people the kid sees when he goes into... Uh, 
the virtual reality world is Deadshot, Harley Quinn. If that movie is not riddled with gremlins, I will not watch it. <laughs> is that Warner Brothers? Uh, it's Steven Spielberg. He can. He should make it so. Fun fact, Steven Spielberg is a fraternity brother of mine, and he don't give us shit. Is he actually? He's a theta guy. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have anything. He doesn't do anything. So if you ever meet him, you can tell him what up, brother? Yeah, I'll hit him with some things that he should know, and then we'll talk, and then he'll probably be like, fuck you. Fuck that fraternity. When did he join a fraternity? Because well, I know he, he, didn't, college. he didn't graduate until 1993. You don't have to graduate to be in a fraternity. That's true. In fact... Most that are in a fraternity submitted Schindler's graduate. List as his thesis. <laughs> uh, Could you imagine that? Just to be that asshole in college, just using millions of dollars to make one of the best movies that's ever been made. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool, man. That'd be cool to be that guy, especially if it's great on a bell curve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I'm Akamani. No, so, uh, but yeah, that movie looks cool, man. That movie looks really cool. What do you think of it? You gonna go see it? I'm not a horror movie guy, and to be honest, I don't really like. Clowns. I thought you liked the Conjuring movies. Yeah, I saw them because I felt obligated to, and I enjoyed them. But they scared the fucking piss out of me. I couldn't sleep for like two months. Really? Yeah, I gotta sleep by myself. I'm not seeing that. I gotta sleep by myself. I need someone to help me. Like, who's gonna protect me? I'm tired of doing the protecting. Okay. Yeah, huge pussy. Okay, I'm six to two hundred pounds. Okay. And you can know how to wrestle. And I wrestle, and okay, I'm kind of strong, but sometimes I want to feel vulnerable. <laughs> Sometimes I want to be a little spoon. I I used to like being a little spoon, not so much anymore. Nobody can really hold me right. Cameron with a K is my little spoon. Really? He seems like he'd be a good little spoon. Yeah. You really pull him in tight, belt loop. <laughs> <laughs> next we're, time you're we're slinging, going off on some. Next time you're slinging dick, try belt looping. <laughs> this is the most homoerotic podcast <laughs> we've done yet. Uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with a little homoerotic humor. H E H, B Y O S. Oh, we throw we throw H E H hard around in this place. Oh yeah, real hard. This house comes with one rule and one rule only: B Y O S. Bring your own stories. Yeah, bring us a story, sir. Yeah, hit us with some stories. All right. Oh, wait. Oh, I thought you were setting that up because you wanted to tell a story. I ain't got no stories. You don't have any stories. Uh, I got a story. So uh, the other day, got in my car, drove all the way to Baltimore, worked for a few hours, came home, took a nap. Woke up, felt great. That's a great story. That reminds me, uh, I straight up have, uh, I work from home, and I've been lazy as shit. <laughs> I wake up at 11, take an hour-long bath. <laughs> take, Is it a, wait, 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 wait. Is it the triple B? It's No, it's not triple B, it's just a regular bath. And then uh, I watch YouTube videos. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then I take... After the hour-long bath, I had to take an hour-long break just to just to you know get in the right emotional headspace before I start work. And then at one o'clock I start work. And there's just not enough time in the and day. And then I complain that there's not enough time in the day to to do please, my job. Please properly. explain <laughs> to everyone listening what the triple B is. I've explained triple B before. We'll do it again because it's hilarious. Oh yeah, that's a buble bath, <laughs> and that requires the triple B, uh, bubbles, bourbon, buble. Texted that to me one time. I laughed so hard I spit shit everywhere. This is it, you, the second time you've said that on this podcast. It's so funny. <laughs> Three words: bubbles, bourbon, buble. I've been saying that we gotta go on a uh, bourbon distillery tour. We do, man. I feel like we go to Kentucky for a long weekend, like the Lowville, and just go to all those distilleries. I could hit up my buddy down there, Nick. You have a buddy in Lowville? Not Lowville. He's um he's in Lexington. 
Is that how you say it? Lowville, Louisville, Louisville. Who the hell lives there? Louisville. 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 Get a Put a twang on it. Louisville. Louisville. Come on down to Louisville. What? Louisville. Come on down to Louisville. Louisville. Where the pickup trucks are big and women are easy to back up cheap. Larville? Hmm. Lert, is it? Come on down to Louisville. If you're from Louisville, Louisville, or one of these places, you can tell me correctly what to say. I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah. I just like doing ignorant accents. <laughs> Come on down low Oh, yeah. What's that other board game we got? We've gotten really into board games recently because we have no life. Eric, y'all, y'all fools have been playing a lot of Ticket to Ride. Oh, yeah. Anybody listening like Ticket to Ride? Let and then know. you just got that one game for a buck. Ride that ride so. that ticket. I met a guy at work. The, literally the night after I played Ticket to Ride for the first time, the day, or the day after, I should say, I met a guy through work who asked me if I played Ticket to Ride. And I was like, I just played. He's like, isn't it the best? And I was just like, no. <laughs> I'm yeah. too good at it. I don't like games I'm good at. What the fuck? Yeah. You're so humble. They bore me. I'm so humble. And I always think of strategies that piss off my roommates because they're like, yeah, it's technically allowed, but it beats the spirit of the game. So if anybody who's familiar with Ticket to Ride, I basically just collected all the cards before I laid down any track, and once I had all the cards I needed, I just kept laying down track until I won the game. Laying down track is a euphemism for slinging dick, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, belt loop those tracks. Also known as laying pipe, throwing cock. But by the way, I smell horrible right now. I sweat right through my Old Spice. And I can smell myself, and that's how you know it's bad. You know, you know it's bad when you can smell yourself, and you're offended at how bad you smell. We also started playing a board game, which I feel like is the board game equivalent of an Adult Swim original series. Even the artwork. Called Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards Rumble at Castle Tentakill. <laughs> My character was Sir Sir Kitty Purrington. Yeah. Sir Kitty Purrington. So it had an even longer name. It's a British cat. Sir Kitty Purrington of Cuddleston or some bullshit like that. It's pretty funny. Foo King of Dragon Lord is my favorite. Have you seen the second international trailer for Thor Ragnarok? Uh, no. Basically, your Japanese voice that you do as the announcer. Oh, play it! Oh, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to play this real quick. One of these days I should just do like a bunch of my accents for the podcast. Like, you'll just, you'll have different guests on. This is all getting edited. We have different guests oh, yeah, on that are just me doing different voices. I think that'd be believable. Play that shit, white boy. What you doing? Hey, I just gotta turn my volume down when I beat off. Sensing great change in your future. Put it full screen, though, boy. I gotta play from the beginning. Oh shit! Defenders comes out tomorrow. Ooh, Ooh shit! Sensing great change in your future. Red Doctor Strong. This is the exact voice. Is that what I sound like? What today? So we edited out a, a little bit of it, but we watched the. We just had to watch the trail, the second international trailer for Thor Ragnarok, just so they could. It, Gibson could hear that the commentator's voice sounded exactly like his fake Japanese voice. Let it be known that Eric said a real Japanese guy sounded like me, a uh, fake Japanese guy. Not I sounded like the real Japanese guy. Yes. Bigot. 
Uh, so what else you got for me? Well, we also agreed that Kate uh, Blanchett looks really good with dark hair. I don't know why she just does. It's the only time I found her attractive ever in my life, ever. And she's normally a redhead, and I love redheads. Yeah, it's true. You know what redhead I love? It's the eyebrows that does it. I love Bryce I gotta, Dallas. I, eyebrows can really make or break a girl's hotness. Bryce Dallas Howard. Is that her name? Yeah. She's a hot redhead. Oof, I know. I'm in love Jessica with Jessica Chastain. I just bit with my teeth like... Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Ugh. Lots Love of good me. movies coming out. You watch uh, Black Mirror? No, you already told me you don't. I've seen a few. I've seen the one with Bryce Dallison. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, I've seen that one. I've seen the one with the guy from Get Out. I've seen the one where the dude fucks the pig. Some good episodes. If you don't know what we're talking about, uh, Black Mirror, it's basically like the modern equivalent of Twilight Zone. Only the general theme of the entire series is that uh, technology is ruining society. Yeah. Yeah, that's exact. Yeah, that's right. It's good. I mean, it's it's cool if you don't want to like. It's good for not binging because like you can just pick up and go on any episode you want. Yeah. Or you could binge it. So that's what I like about it. And every episode is it's like it is an entirely new show basically. Oh, that reminds me because so everybody's trying to make their own subscription TV services now. Yeah, it's stupid. Which is it's not Disney's gonna, making. It's one. not going to work because nobody's going to want to pay for each individual subscription service. They're just going to keep paying for Netflix and Hulu, which give you everything. And you know why they're doing that? Because like cable television's really struggling. Yeah. Less and fewer and fewer people are paying for cable. They're just getting Netflix and Hulu. But anyways, DC's making their uh, or excuse, Warner Brothers is making a subscription service. and They're going to have a sub DC service, and they're going to make stupid. a live action Teen Titans, and they're also going to bring a season three of Young Justice. Shout out. Love that show. It's the whole reason to buy that network is two television too. shows. I know you will, and I'll use yours. No, you won't. Yes, I will. Yeah, you will. You're going to share. <laughs> yeah, you will. You know me. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I'm going to make a Disney subscription service. The cool thing with the Disney subscription service, though, is they have you're going to get all the Marvel movies, all of the Star Wars movies, That's all pretty cool. the Disney movies ever. The thing is, I own them. That's true. Because you actually still buy movies. I collect movies. Ooh! I have right. over 300 so movies in my collection. speaking of subscription services, there's a new subscription service that I'm most likely going to get, and I think you're going to end up wanting to get it too. It's called, uh, it's from the creator of, one of the co-creators of Netflix. It's called Movie Pass. And he's partnering up with actual, like, national movie theater chains. $10 a month, you can see a movie uh, every day of the month. It's... As long as it's not IMAX or 3D. It's an amazing deal. Yeah. If they actually do that, that is an amazing deal. Because you'll pay more than that for one ticket once. Yeah. That is an amazing deal. I don't know how they could... Well, they figured they're going to make... Uh, you're, the, I think the strategy is you're going to save money. You're going to think that you're saving money on the ticket so that you're going to be more willing to buy more stuff from the concessions. Which is where they actually make their money because they upcharge like a motherfucker. I mean, it, they're right. If I'm not if I'm not paying anything for my ticket hardly because yeah. I'll go see several movies a month if that's oh the absolutely case, I'll go see like five a day then or I, no you will you you get one a day then I am hands down going to buy more food there yeah. I'll tell you that right now I'll go see like two a weekend though yeah same we'll do it together hell yeah and we'll let you know what we think because yeah. we think you care if you're listening you care yeah absolutely even if you don't think you do no that's one of that's one of our favorite things to do is critique movies. We go see movies and we talk about all the problems. We saw the new Wolverine with the Silver Samurai and everything, and we shot on that movie hard when we watched it yeah. in theaters for the first time. I enjoyed it, but I definitely shot. And that's on considered it. to be one of the better Wolverine movies, and we still shot on it like crazy. Oh, parkour, parkour! <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known, I've enjoyed every single Wolverine movie. Well, you, even Origins. You can't not like Logan. I yeah, Logan's one of the greatest. If that movies doesn't of all get time. any Oscar, like Academy Award, like. 
I don't give a Attention. fuck. I don't. I don't put any weight in the Oscars because I was. I was like um, listening to some shit. Half of it is just kissing ass and politicking. So like those actors that are up for best yeah. actor are just kissing well, the, the asses of the people more that vote. So than yeah, the they're just like kissing ass. I mean, like how many movies should Leonardo DiCaprio have won? The best actor for before one, he finally the, got it. And the one that he got it for, I didn't think he deserved it for. No, like, it was a good movie, but it's not a movie I'm going to watch a bunch of times. He should have got it for, uh, what is Wolf it? Of Wall Wolf Street. of Wall Street. That, that was an amazing performance. Yeah. But you know he wasn't going to get it for that movie because it was mm-hmm. raunchy. Yeah. Even though it was fucking true. And I think the real thing was probably even crazier than the movie. How about that? Yeah. Ugh. Well, hey, you got anything else for me? I do have one thing else. So, uh, unfortunately, we're not able to talk about it tonight because we we didn't do our due diligence. Ooh, shit. And, yeah. Teaser, and, teaser. And uh, to come. Uh, and actually put you know watch the episodes. But for those of you who really enjoyed us, uh, our critique uh, and commentary on the last season of The Bachelor, we will be watching and catching up on Bachelor in Paradise, keeping you uh, up to date with what's going on in that. Three words, God damn right, we will be. That was more than three words. But you get my point, dopesters. Two words, Corinne. <laughs> That's one word. I am up to here with you, Taylor. Oh, t- Taylor's in it. All, all, the, all of our favorite girls are making comebacks. Raven's in it. Big Titty Shark Dolphin Girl's in it. Rachel's in it. Tiffany's in it. I don't know. Actually, that's a made-up name. Uh, Jasmine's in it. The one the girl who likes to choke people out. Rachel's not in it. Rachel had her own season of the best. Not Rachel. Oh, what's the dog? What's the girl who looks like the chick from Modern Family? Oh shit! Who's cute know. as button? I don't remember. The little Russian? No, not the Russian. The oh god! I'm, I know uh, you. You really liked her, but I'm trying to remember what her name was. Fuck! Oh shit! Anywho, but it, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, Some Bachelor in Paradise. We'll keep you. We're never gonna do the Bachelorette. Stop asking us to do the Bachelorette. We're never gonna watch the Bachelorette. Yeah, all of the tens of people that listen keep telling us like, "When are you gonna critique the Bachelorette?" And a uh, duh, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Bachelorettes for losers. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, all right, we got a lot to edit on this episode, guys. It's gonna go down to like half an hour. <laughs> you got anything else for me, Roger Dodger? Yeah, man. Let's keep talking. Keep on talking. I gotta run it. We out. gonna run it back. We gonna do it again. But I have to go home. I got shit to do. You don't have to go home. You don't have shit to do. Not the for reals. You don't want to go home. I don't want Ooh. to. I can't wait to go see Burt Kreischer live. I completely forgot. I uh, uh, almost forgot that we bought those tickets last Oh, yeah. Time. If y'all want to hang out with us at that, too, we're going to go see The Machine live. I am The Machine. I wonder if he'll do that bit. I hope he does. I'd love to I think it's live. the one bit that he always does. Because it's hilarious. That's like his claim to fame. That and being fat and shirtless. Yeah. We should tweet at him. We're going to tweet Straight up, though, please come out and join us for trivia. We need more people. Team Wolf Cola. Once again, like I said, the first person to comment... We keep losing to his mayonnaise and answer. Yeah, God, fuck mayonnaise. Is ketchup the question? I hope somebody from that team listens to this show, because you're going down one of these days. Hard. One of these days... But uh, no, for real, the first person to hit us up, uh, I'm going to say DM us uh, on Instagram. The first person to DM us on Instagram, it's at what did I just listen to, underscores for spaces. Um, what uh, TV show or movie Wolf Cola is referenced from, I'll find some kind of prize for you. I'll give you something super dorky. So, Dude, I just uh, literally, I was scrolling through Facebook, very first article I found. That's awesome. That, yeah. Uh, listeners, 
he just showed me the article for the $10 a month to go to any movie you want. I still, also, we were talking earlier um, about uh, the Atari console. Oh, oh that's what, okay. Scratch that. We've talked about it on another episode. The thing I want to talk about, have you seen the new phone coming out called the Essential Phone from the company Essential? What? No. Yeah, so it's a brand new phone from one of the co-creators of Android. He started his own company. It's the first phone they've ever made. And it's, it's called the Essential Phone. It's made of titanium. What? And it has a bezel-less screen. What? It has the world's smallest 360 camera. What? And it has it has four lens cameras. It has the best camera ever. And they're offering two full years of Android updates. Holy shit. Andy Rubin's Essential Phone is up for pre-order through Sprint. Why Sprint? Or you can just buy it straight through him. Damn. So it's going to be awesome. Dude. Yeah, dude, I was doing research on it today. It's awesome. Check it out if you're listening, uh, if you're a phone person like I am. I got a Google Pixel when it came out because I heard that they were the most advanced phone of all time, and they were, and now I need a new advanced Oh, phone. dude, this has the fingerprint scanner on the back, just like the Pixel. Yeah. that's my. F- I have the Nexus, which is the one right before the Pixel. Actually, this thing looks almost exactly like... Also, they don't put the any Pixel. advertising for their company on the phone. Wow. Because they explain that your phone is supposed to be a fashion statement and it's part of you and you don't want the company to be advertising this on it. This thing is kick-ass. It's set up exactly like the Pixel. It's got it's on the same operating system. But it doesn't have all the extra space on it and everything because it's a bezel of screen. But look right here. It's got it's it it's probably gonna run exactly the same as this is gonna be my next phone, I think. Yeah. If this picks up, this will be my upgrade. And it comes with you can buy that thing. If you literally just magnetize it right. Also it has no uh, cords. Holy shit. It has no cords. You put it right on a magnetic stand and it charges your phone. This thing is kick-ass. How much do they want for this thing? Six ninety-nine. It's not bad. No, it's not. Damn, man. And it's titanium, so if you drop it, it doesn't even get a dent. It's probably got Gorilla gra- Glass screen, too, or something like that. Yeah, hang on. Let me see so if I can pull up. There's a ton of cool stuff that you can... It comes Dude. with a stand that is like a, their version of iHome, and it has like a clock and everything on it, and you put it right on there. And then it charges your phone and everything, and it'll update straight through through, through that. So cool. you don't even have to update it. Thing is dope, man. I want one of those. Wow. That's my next phone, I think. Same. We're getting together. As soon as I pay off my my Google Nexus. What kind of accessories does it come with? Yes, yeah, so you get this 360 uh, camera. It comes with it. Uh, it doesn't come with it, but it's only 20 bucks, and it's the smallest 360 camera of all time. It's not 20 bucks. It's excuse me, it's 100 bucks. Okay. Uh, but the stand. Uh, I think is like thirty nine bucks. Yeah, see, it's just this little platform that you put it on that charges your phone. Damn. And then there's a separate accessory that you can get, which is like a home port type deal. Can you plug headphones into it. Uh, I don't. I think it's Bluetooth. Ugh. But I have blue, really nice Bluetooth headphones, so I'm not worried. Thing is kick ass. Yeah, dope. So check this shit out, man. If y'all are. Are big techies like we are, then you will definitely be impressed. I mean, this thing's this thing looks dope. It looks like a, a severely upgraded version of the Nexus. It's seven forty nine if you get it with the camera. It's not bad. And six ninety nine if you get the ca- the. I'm phone guessing that's unlocked. I just get the phone. I buy it unlocked. Yeah, it's an unlocked, uh, which I prefer. Because yeah, I bought my my last one. Here it is, the new base home. It's like there are, uh, it says home devices are complicated to set up. They don't play well with one another, and there are too many separate applications to manage. We don't think that's right, so we are busy bringing an entirely new type of product to the world, one that easily connects and interacts with the products you already have. Wow. So it's it's like a, a Google Home or like a an Alexis or something like that, only it has a touch screen on it, so there's more. You can actually like function all your apps and everything rather than just tell it to do what you want it to do and hope that it does it. 
And uh, it inter interacts with all Android devices, I think. It's pretty awesome. You'd hope that uh, a company, first ever company and first ever project from one of the co-founders of Android would have some cool stuff to do. Oh, look at that. All sorts of cool stuff. Anyways, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, that's probably going to be my next phone. I'm a bit of a techie. I love all kinds of n new cool tech stuff coming out. But yeah, um, I don't got much else for you, buddy. Any, that's all for Any last-minute things you want to uh, drop in? Um, no, just plans. hit us up on social media. Um, for those of you uh, who are interested, I am this weekend with me and my roommates. We're going down to Charleston, South Carolina to see the total solar eclipse that's going to be happening. So that should be pretty fun. I'll try to get some... Well, I won't get pictures because you're not supposed to take a picture of an eclipse to fuck up your phone. Take a picture of you watching the, the eclipse. Like, <gasps> what? This <laughs> is awesome. Where did the sun go? <laughs> I don't get it, but I love it. Who turned off the lights? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. This is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, but yeah, follow us on, uh, on Instagram, Twitter. Shitter. Send us some emails, whatever. Titter. Come check us out on Facebook. Sitter. Uh, titter. <laughs> I said that. Uh, sitter. <laughs> <laughs> you said all the shit I said. Uh, bitter. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so... Oh, fall. shit. I just realized something. We didn't do drink of the week. We're not really drinking right now. We... But we never miss drink of the week. That's true. What, what were you drinking? Uh, <laughs> I was drinking a cup of coffee. I was drinking, uh, nothing. <laughs> I can't believe we forgot drink of the week. That is pivotal. Uh, I'm so sorry. For Tens any... of people base their drinks of the week off what we're drinking. I'm so goddamn sorry that we missed one of our most pivotal segments on this show with the, the drink of the week. There's other shows that do it. A drink of the week. We do the drink of the week. That's the, that's us. Three words. Goddamn right. We do. That is us. I'm so sorry, guys. I, You know what? We're not even going to publish this episode. It's unlistenable. What? It's, it's unlistenable. This is not unlistenable. We can't do a, we can't do a podcast without Drink of the Week. We just did Drink of the Week. It, oh, you coffee and air? <laughs> <laughs> Never said The alcohol. show is unlistenable. We're not publishing it. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I need to we get gotta out of here. we got to stop recording and start recording a new hour. Absolutely not. I need, <laughs> I need to get out of here. I, really I need quiet in the go. studio. Quiet in the studio. We're <laughs> resetting. Absolute silence. Absolute I, I silence. Absolute silence. Absolute. I need. I need absolute silence. Ugh. Okay. Well, it's been dope being dope. It has been dope being dope, and uh, hopefully, uh, maybe I might publish this episode. I really got to think about it. Oh my god, you're publishing the fucking episode. <laughs> All, All right. right. Peace out, dopesters. It's been dope being dope. It's been real. Keep fresh. See you, good buddy. Subway. Eat fresh. We don't own that.